0: Welcome to the family with.
1: Pradapte Bash MD
0: as Hackmaster.
2: Alex Brampernard Rasmussen.
0: And Andy Brampernard. Coming up, little Tim Lammers. And I don't know if we'll cover this story or not, but there's a guy looking down at his desk, and the headline reads Staffer Masturbates on Ossie Lawmakers' Desk in Video. Okay. Have people lost their minds completely? A lot of people. All human beings. No sense of decency. None at all, none at all left. We'll talk about that. Timmy Lammers with us next with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, We're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. And plus the fact I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy (laughs) if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, Maybe. (laughs) Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Dougie, what's new at my favorite Nissan stores? Well, now that everybody's back from vacation, we can finally get to work. Are you rocking out like a madman? Is that the plan?
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: No doubt about it, ladies and gentlemen. We are back. Is Timmy with us?
3: Yep. I am here. Timmy. Can I can I start off with something that's going to make you smile? Yes, I'm ready. Got to have fun because I know you love the Babylon Bee.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> I love the
3: Babylon Bee. <laughs> Here's the Babylon Bee tweet that I'm reading. Ignorant Senator Shares New York Times article thinking it's real. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it. And it I was greeted
3: by a felon named Seth Dillon, who I didn't know at first. Seth Dillon says, what an idiot." But Seth Dillon is also the uh, CEO of the Babylon Bee. Ah,
0: well, there you go. <laughs> In his bio, says
3: CEO of Babylon Bee, the world's most trusted, factually accurate news source.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you you horn tootin baby, That's all you need to know.
3: There is, was, oh my there God, was, man! You need you just need to break the tension. Just find anything by the Babylon Bee. Got it. No, that's fire. true.
0: There was a great one yesterday as well. Well, I received it yesterday. I don't know when they put it out, but somebody sent it to me yesterday that said that Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are talking to the Vikings about what it's like living without a title. <laughs> 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 mm. oh, love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah, we need more humor in the world right now. Everybody's psychotic, guys beating off on desks in Australia and burning down cities in America. And everybody hates everybody in Holland. And oh my, France has got problems. They all got problems. Everybody's got problems.
3: No kidding. No kidding. I don't know why. Well, yeah, I got a movie okay. that you're going to love, but I don't want to talk about it too much because uh, I don't want to give away details. But uh, I'm going to be sure. reviewing it on Thursday. And I'll give you a little preview here. Uh, it's called Nobody with Bob Odenkirk. Have you seen any trailers? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're <laughs> Tommy, it's, 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 it's a great thing to enjoy while we wait for the next John Wick, because this is from the guys that Ooh. did John Wick. Really? And my God, is it incredibly entertaining. You are going to love, love it. Is
0: Is it in movie theaters?
3: It will be in theaters only. Ah. So, I don't know. When are you Ooh. coming back? You're, you're like... Um, uh, this... Weekend?
0: Coming back this weekend, yep.
3: Yeah, yeah. So things might be a little crazy to see it this weekend. But my God, if you get an opportunity, go to see it in theaters this weekend. Cause
0: it's called it what? It
3: is incredible.
0: Nobody... Nobody. It's called nobody, nobody. All right? Bob Odenkirk. I like Bob Odenkirk. He's good.
3: Oh god! And Christopher Lloyd is in it as well as his dad. Oh,
0: yep, it's, love him.
3: And he's freaking hilarious. So yeah, yeah, movies are coming back, baby. When you get a movie like John Wick, and, and the thing is, it's it's different than John Wick, but it is over the top like John Wick. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> right, the story right. is different than John. Wick. <laughs> But it's, like it, it. it's that sort of stuff. So, yeah, yeah, put that one on your list for sure. Yeah, baby.
0: No, I love it. Great idea. It's absolutely great idea.
3: Yeah, so other than that, uh, what, what, what did I recommend? What did I review last week? Oh, yeah, did you c- catch The Courier?
0: I did not catch the Courier. What's the other one, though? That you uh, we did you recommend The other one that. was
3: Zack Snyder's Justice League. So I doubt that you were going to nope, see. No,
0: didn't one. see that. Now the that's Courier. Who's in the Max. Courier again? HBO.
3: Max. Who's in the Courier? Oh, the Courier is in theaters. Benedict Cumberbatch.
0: Well, no, I, I heard that's good though. Some people hated it's, it, but I, I heard people say it a lot. Oh, loved
3: really? I don't know how yeah. the hell. You know, I uh, I don't know how it's it's it's. Historically historically accurate. I mean, it's intense as all hell. You know, it's a Cuban Missile Crisis situation. It gives you a, a, another peek at just how damn close things were to nuclear annihilation. You know? You'd think right, people no. would take that movie pretty serious, but maybe not.
0: I'll give it a whirl. Yeah, I, I've heard people like it. That's what I've heard.
3: Yeah, it's it's incredible. The thing is with that, too, I mean, look, if you can't catch it in theaters, they're making their debut on streaming a lot quicker than they used to on video sure. on demand. So nobody, for example, if you don't catch it in theaters, uh, Universal has a 17-day window. It used to be 90 days, so <laughs> 17 days is nothing. But yeah, now 17 days after it opens in theaters They uh, Um, send it to premium video on demand, which is twenty bucks.
0: Yeah, that works for me. If it's good entertainment, it's worth the ten bucks a person. Catherine, ten, me, ten, works.
3: Oh yeah, oh yeah, and nobody definitely will be worth the ten bucks a person. Believe me. Yeah. So, and you won't have any cell phones going off around you or people yakking.
0: That's true. You're absolutely right. And the popcorn's better. Popcorn is better. You're right. Can you, you remember on theater your popcorn? Pop- yeah. Theater popcorn was the greatest popcorn in the world. Remember that? God, it was good. We, or Was it just what? that I was a kid? I took-
2: which popcorn? Oh. Theater popcorn.
3: Oh, theater. Oh, yeah,
2: definitely. I took the kids to see Shrek. Well, Dan and I both. We took the kids to see <laughs> Shrek on Sunday because it was kind of windy and. Um, and we felt horrible afterwards. <laughs> and We're like, it had to be from the popcorn. I don't know. Was- movie theater popcorn yeah.
4: always makes me feel yeah. sick. Yeah, we
2: both at like in the evening. We're just like, oh, I so yeah. feel good.
4: I can feel the grease really? coming out of my skin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's it's like, it's- oh, <laughs> the kids, the
2: kids were fine. It was Sage's first movie theater <laughs> experience, and th- that movie's 20 years old, and it holds up yeah oh yeah it's a great we movie. Watched them
3: again recently it is a great movie They're great. I, that must have been fun for them to see it on the big screen too yeah they, because what a rare opportunity that is
2: neither of them had ever seen it before and fawn was a little scared because she was like oh it's an ogre and like ogres are supposed to be scary. and i was like it's <laughs> actually hilarious and there's a talking donkey and it's all good and they oh, both God, yeah. absolutely Eddie Murphy loved a classic it. in that movie hey, what so, a great movie he's so good in that movie and tickets were a dollar and seven cents
4: yeah, which wow. I Love it. don't even know how they. Well, I, the real revenue from the movies is the well, popcorn but, and the candy and
2: all well, that. but Raya right. and the Last Dragon, we were originally going to maybe take them to see that, and then we're like, oh, I feel like it looks a little too intense for them, especially Probably, on, a big, yeah. on a big screen because there's like, you know, swords and fighting and all this stuff. And that was, those were $13 a ticket. Well, that's
4: because movie theaters have to buy yeah. the film reel mm-hmm. that they... have. Shrek, they, like, yeah. already had. The Shre- Shrek, and I'm so. sure they've had that reel for 20 years, yeah. so it's, like, it's paid for. Yeah. So any, you charge them one cent, you're still making a cent of pure profit. Yeah. So. All
2: of the Marcus theaters are playing Shrek for, like, super cheap right yeah. now. Oh, huh. Yeah, oh. they have to.
3: Well, you know, and, and again, that's okay. I mean, now it gives people the opportunity to see movies that they never had uh, the opportunity before. So I, I think that's pretty cool. It was certainly a smart move. Yeah. And almost a move out of necessity because, you know, let's be honest, this is not a lot of movies are being released for the big screen now, you know? Or the films that they would release, um, say if uh, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, they decided to go with the four-hour version, they certainly would have gone with more than one screen on that one, too. So yeah, yeah, I'm sure they have a lot of openings for for other Old for
2: titles, and they had a lot of private parties too, like private screenings of certain movies and stuff. Like Tom, one, there's a new Tom and Jerry movie out apparently.
4: Yeah, yeah, I saw that.
2: And um, hold yeah. me back. There mm. were. Well, <laughs>
4: it's a bit of a uh, old franchise. Doesn't seem to have a lot of heat these days. Although Tevin was wearing a Tom and Jerry sweater for some reason.
2: Oh really?
3: I
4: guess I don't know. Oh, Maybe man. he's yeah, into it, it. Yeah, and
3: this is a new movie. This is one of those that's on HBO Max. Uh, as well, that was a day and date deal with um, theaters and HBO Max. But yeah, it's back. It's a mixture of live action. and Yeah,
4: uh, it's like the like the, it, the previous, the one that came out in like 2005 or whenever that was. Yeah, yeah.
2: And it looks like the same old thing.
4: Uh, well, yeah. how do you change the formula, yeah. Yeah. really?
2: Yeah.
1: Alex, how many people were at the uh, uh, Trek uh, showing? Trek
2: showing? I it was. The I was actually pretty surprised. It was they. It was one of their smaller theaters. It wasn't one of the bigger. Um, ones, but I was surprised it was I think every available seat was full because mm, they okay. they do two seats between for social distancing, but they're the dream loungers, mm. so they're the bigger ones, so it probably is about oh. six feet, but yeah how you know, whatever. But I think all the available seats were were booked and there was there was a group of probably eight, I'd say 18 to 20 year old guys. That walked in, I was outside in the hallway with Fawn because she was feeling scared, and Shrek? all of a sudden all these guys walk in to see Shrek. I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> like, this group of young Ooh. men are like, let's go see Shrek well, this Shrek weekend. Shrek is a meme
4: <laughs> on the internet.
1: That's why. I think, no, they, really? I think they went to see it because, for the same reason that people went to see Fantasia. their Their mental state may have been altered.
3: Shrek doesn't really have that many visuals, though.
2: Yeah, Shrek isn't, like, green a... green thing
1: walking around? I there
2: don't you know. Go. I don't think Shrek would be a, like, let's go get high and see Shrek. Yeah, Shrek is, like,
4: <laughs> dark green and brown make up 99% of the movie, so it's, yeah. like, yeah, you're not gonna be and there seeing is a, anything there's no, there.
2: like, fantastical, like, i don't know no
4: there's a
3: dragon but only a little well yeah. spoiler at the very end the scene where we yeah, think fiona's she, gonna turn back into yeah and uh, she floats up, the up in the air doesn't that's kind of fantastical but, but that's other like, than that i see what you're saying yeah, yeah that's
2: like 30 seconds of the whole movie yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> not exactly no, i think, I think it might be one
3: of these deals where they probably grew up with it on on you know dvd or whatever and Finally got the chance to see it on the big screen. Maybe, I, mean, why but they, I
2: feel like they were probably younger than the movie.
3: <laughs>
4: probably,
2: yeah. I was like, yeah. "What is going on?" There's like eight of them. They just kept going in, and some of them were extremely tall too. I was like, "This is hilarious," like and I, I love said, this.
4: Teenagers and younger adults they see Shrek for the same reason that people would watch like The Room or Plan Nine from Outer Space. <laughs> they, it's a meme in their. World. Yeah, they want to go on Facebook and tell everyone that it's all ogre or whatever.
2: It's all ogre. Oh my
4: god. Yep. Oh my god.
2: But yeah, I was surprised at how full it was. I thought that it was going to be, you know, because I have a friend that's gone to a couple movies during COVID, and she's like, last weekend was the fullest of theaters been, and there were three other families. Mm. Oh my god. Yeah.
3: I just wonder how quickly things are going to bounce back. I mean, for obvious reasons. Uh, the airports are busier because of all these spring break people, but
1: and
2: you know how, how soon our movie's going to bounce and,
1: back. And the airlines have opened up the middle seat.
2: Yeah, uh, well, oh, Delta I, has. Our I, I know
1: Southwest has because I was on a Southwest flight coming back from Denver and it was F U L L full. full oh,
2: that's a, our to Uber the driver max.
4: told us that only Delta is doing yeah, the middle seat closure. Only Delta. Everyone else yeah. is open up. So, yeah, because
2: I've flown Sun Country a few times, and that's been always has been yeah. the middle seat. For some reason, that was just
4: like a
1: Delta thing that Delta did. No, no, yeah. Southwest had it open uh, uh, a month ago.
2: Oh, really? They just oh, okay. uh, just
1: they they closed the seats uh, a month ago, oh. and now I noticed that it that's was full, weird. and that flight was full, head huh. to toe, side to side, and so so yeah. They so you go to the movie theater, and you're there pretty much relaxing, not <laughs> doing anything, but you're on the airplane for a longer period of time, and you're. You know, toe to toe with people. Mm-hmm. So this social distancing is. I know huge. it's interesting, it just, isn't it? It's just gross. I know you it, can take your necessary. mask off and
2: eat and yeah. whatever. I know it is very. It's all very confusing.
1: Yeah, yeah. The uh, the head of the CDC She's a little bit. Uh, Uh, Doesn't have anything to say. You know, when she's interviewed, she doesn't have much to say. Can't say anything. She just does double speak. Says, well, it's not my responsibility. We have other agencies involved. Blah, 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 blah.
4: Sounds like COVID, all right.
1: Yeah. Oh, boy.
4: Everyone likes to pass the buck because if they say anything and then they're wrong, then everyone's going to call them a murderer. True. Murderer. Now, I got to ask Timmy a question.
3: Yes,
4: sir. Timmy, what is
0: the deal? I'm going to read the headline, just popped up on my screen. Movie on Spielberg's childhood nabs another big name. What what are they talking about?
3: I have no idea. I'm thinking you're talking about the guy that's going to play his uncle, right?
0: Oh my God, Seth Rogen! Oh God! Uh I didn't know. I didn't know
3: Spielberg's uncle laughed like.
0: "Uh uh uh (laughs) Boy, that's funny.
2: When they cast him, he's the most
0: unfunny. The what?
2: Said when they were casting him, Spielberg was probably like, "We just have to find someone. He had this very specific laugh."
3: (laughs) Mm-hmm. Did they cast <laughs> right, the exactly. young Spielberg? I, I mean, I'm actually interested in this whole idea of a, a movie on him. But Seth Rogen is his uncle.
0: Uh, yep. Seth that. Rogen's his uncle. I don't understand what the attraction is. I thought he was good in that. In that, I think it was a Canadian TV show about going to college, undeclared. I think it was called.
4: Oh yeah. He was yeah. good in that.
0: But since then, he's been dread. He's over the top, not funny at all. You know, the
3: one movie that I saw him in, the most recent one, now this was a couple, three years old, that he actually didn't try to be funny. He was just playing a character and actually really good was good. You, the Room. What was it? The one that on The Room, uh, The Disaster Artist. Uh, um, and, right, right. You he just brought up The Room and now I thought about The Disaster Artist. He was in The Disaster Artist.
4: That's right. Like, yeah, the, the director or something.
3: Yeah, director, yep. or cameraman, or some weird like. Yeah, because because uh, Tommy Wiseau was the director, quote unquote director <laughs> and star. Yes, he was. And then Seth Rogen is one of these guys. Like, what the hell is going mm-hmm. on here? Yeah, he's part of the film crew. He's kind crew. of the guy that held yeah. the production together.
4: That's right. Yeah. So
3: and and it was more actually more of a serious role considering. You know, that it was a comedy. He, was, he, he wasn't the uh guy. Uh, uh-huh, uh guy
0: no. in that one. Yeah, see, I like that. we got to take a break. Be right back more with Timmy Lammers' and the Family. Tom Bernard here, and with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, a lot of people have heard us talk about community banking over the years we've been doing these commercials. What makes working with a community bank so different for your customers? Our business
1: banking customers honor us by sharing how we're able to help them on any new project how we were able to quickly get them the funding they need when others in town can't do it. We do it by taking the time to get to know our customers and the challenges they face. When your business banks with us, you are not just another account number. One
0: thing I've always admired about North American Banking Company is how your team treats not only me, but my friends and family that bank with you so respectfully.
1: Tommy, thanks for making me look good, like my team does. As you know, I have a face for radio. We yes, take you do. <laughs> We take pride in doing the right thing for all our customers and the communities we work and live. That's what
0: we mean about being a community bank. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me We're rocking out. We are rocking out, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we are back. Just a quick thing for Timmy Lammers here. Ellen DeGeneres, uh, of course, said those uh, toxic workplace allegations against her. And since those toxic workplace allegations, apparently she's a real pain in the ass to work for uh, or work with. Apparently, her uh, latest ratings came out since the toxic workplace allegations. Her ratings are down forty-three percent.
3: Mm. Oh, really? Wow. Goodbye. We have one million viewers from a year ago.
4: That's not good. So she has so what, it was about like a buck, two point uh, five. Two? Now it's I don't
3: know one point five or something like that. God, yeah, that's a hit. That's a hit.
1: She only has Indeed. one point five million viewers.
4: No, there. No one has viewers on TV. No, no. The biggest they shows, all those talk shows, um, they really—they don't even breach a tenth of what uh, the Tonight Show did, you know, thirty years ago. Not even a tenth. You're right. Yeah, you're well, absolutely right about was that.
3: It, was it Jimmy Fallon? Somebody was pulling in less than a million at yep. it's yep. crazy. That's less than a million viewers. Is, how much did Carson pull in back in the day? Now, of course, the landscape was different, but still.
4: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's see. Late night talk absolutely. show audience size. Oh, Let's see. Oh, uh, God. Th- this is going to be hideous. I can guarantee you that. Uh, <laughs> that's all I have to say. To Seth you. Myers is pulling in 620000 uh, oh,
0: What? Yeah, uh, KK night, Morning Show kicks his ass. That's James
4: great. Corden's got seventy-one or seven hundred ten thousand. Nightline's nine hundred thirty. A little late with Lily Singh, whatever the hell that is, has four hundred
3: thousand. She replaced Carson uh. Daly.
4: Oh, okay. The highest oh, okay. is Jimmy Kimmel, and he has one point seven.
3: Yeah, oh, so God. I mean, you can see yeah. how things would drop off with Seth Meyers and Lily Singh because that's later. That's after the main talk shows. Well, got
4: Stephen Colbert, either. you know how uh, he was pretty infamous for literally only talking oh, yeah. about Trump? Uh, let's see. December, the week of December 2nd, 2.79 million. Week of December 30th, 2010. So that was 2019. Week of December 30th, 2020, 1.8. Week of Oh, wait. It was December 30th, 2019, to January 3rd, 2020. So he went down almost a million in a month at the end of 2019. Uh, and as of October 2020, he's now sitting at 1.5. So we lost Ooh. about half of his audience in under a year because Good. Tr- Trump is gone. No one cares anymore because that's all he had was hey, everyone, isn't hating Trump funny?
0: Yeah. And actually, the reason Jimmy Kimmel's numbers are up a little bit is because he even shows more hatred for Donald Trump. So, <laughs> I don't. These guys. Did you see the latest uh, for the past week? Now I know that it's you know March and all the rest of it, but it should be right in the heart of uh, broadcast television season, what used to be broadcast television. Uh, and I have to ask you guys a question after I say this, but they released the top ten shows. Not one of them was from a network. Not one out of the top ten. I don't doubt it. That is not good news, folks. <clears throat> not good news because a lot, you know, those those broadcast shows are also on streaming, but apparently nobody watches them on there either. I do, but apparently I'm the only there's one.
3: There's just so much to pick from. That's, that's the whole that's thing.
4: The, it's very diluted. You know, when there's 70 different versions of each show, you know that splits the audience into 170th of each show. That's just kind of how it works. Right. You know, right back then, it's sense. like back in the day. You know, you had like a show like Friends was rare. Uh, there was basically only one Friends at the time. Whereas now, if Friends came out, there would be fifteen different versions of Friends. Each network right. would have its own Friends, mm-hmm. and the audience would fragment, and none of the shows would. Make any money? It's the tragedy that's, of the a, tragedy of the commons, basically. Well,
2: that's like basically right. what happens now. Everybody like so many times, people are trying to remake Friends. Like, oh, it's a group of friends. Yeah, they've done it you quite know. a
3: few times. Yes. And they're going <laughs> to reunite well, for Alex. some HBO Max special. I don't know what the heck they they? Think they're going to do there. Yeah. You know, but it, it, yeah. my understanding of it is, it's just going to be a reunion show. Oh, it's
4: not okay. going to be
3: another episode of Friends.
4: I, it's not be I can't even like imagine the Brady Bunch
3: movies they're like, after the Brady Bunch ended. You they're know?
4: like a hundred years old now.
3: Yeah. Uh, well here here's another great headline, uh, in why celebrity people think are sick of celebrities. Gwyneth Paltrow explains why she thinks being famous is a quote unquote pretty terrible thing.
4: Well, I mean, I, don't, I actually don't disagree with her there.
3: That is that is not a Babylon Bee headline. That is a real headline.
4: I would never want to be as famous as Gwyneth Paltrow, believe me.
1: <laughs> but But she no, does. But she does.
4: I mean, That's the real thing. Is, is yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. Don't yeah. Get she that does. Popular without yeah. wanting to be popular, and you like know?
2: she creates her own brands oh, and is yeah, on social that is true. media and, oh, oh, and
1: all that, oh, yeah. Oh, geez, and you make a lot of money and you have a lot of influence. Oh, oh, it's yeah. just so. But it's so terrible. Don't give me this. Mm-hmm. You, you, you bought it. You knew that. You knew this when you started down the road. That you. True. Had that the reason you were doing this because yep. you wanted to be seen. <laughs> you wanted to be popular. You wanted to be recognized. Now you got it. Don't give me this. Oh, it's. So so terrible. Oh, woe is me. <laughs> they, knew, knew
3: they knew it, it then. Just an early warning because her parents were in showbiz. Not that, I mean, Blythe Danner, and I, I think she's still acting, is a good actor. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, she's doing what she's supposed to be doing. She's not, you know, Gwyneth is a, a celebrity, you know. It, it's, she's, yeah, she's almost going down the famous to be famous, famous for being famous route.
1: Yeah, her right. Stuff.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. Just another an expression day, of nepotism.
1: More nepotism in Hollywood. It's all nepotism. <laughs> uh, is it ever? Oh, my God. Do you think part of that
0: whole deal is that everybody now, and I don't understand this because I've said before, if you ever victimized me, I would never let you know I felt victimized. Never. But now everybody all of a sudden wants, I'm a victim of fame. Everybody wants to be a victim now. What is
4: that? <laughs> It's, well, it's the, it's the most valuable currency in America right now because people it have it, it so good is. that it's, I guess it's yep. unusual and it's exciting to be a victim because, well, I think a lot guess, of it is yeah. like you, you look at 80% of the world and you have, a, even if you're like lower middle class, you have what most people on earth could never even dream of having. And it makes you feel guilty, so you have to come up with an excuse for. Oh, actually, I don't have it that great. I got this going on, so I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not actually doing that well. So don't look at me. I'm not guilty of anything. Yeah, I
1: got the gout. Right.
4: Yep. Exactly. Yeah. You may be uh, dying of dysentery over there, but hey, I've, uh, I'm famous, and that's awful. Yeah. Well. It's just exactly like that.
3: Uh, what's her face? Uh, the youngest Jenner. Uh, yes. Uh, Kylie. Yep. Yeah, my friend got into my makeup person got into an accident and he's reconstructed surgery for 120000 So I'm going to kick it off by putting a $5,000 donation in. And, oh, my God. And my fans, I want you to contribute. Even though I'm worth $900 million yeah, right now. Oh, my, my God. God. <laughs> and people fall for it. Yeah. That's the thing that sucks. I mean, yes, people are mocking it and people are, you know, outraged about it on Twitter and all that stuff. But there are people that are lemmings that just, okay. Well, Well, that's, Kylie says.
1: And that's what the the current, uh, uh, what I want to say, the current begging that's going on uh, on YouTube is that, you know, and I I may have mentioned this before, but there's a, we watched one couple and they they bought this garbage sailboat, absolute garbage sailboat. And they they worked and they, they had a bunch of, and they had good video production for some of their videos. And then all of a sudden they find out, oh, their boat is so bad that they have to condemn it. But then they go online crying, oh, I don't know what we're going to do. We want to continue our project. And sure enough, the people that were watching our videos kicked in, yep. and they went ah. from buying a boat that may have been five or $10,000 to a $250,000 boat. Mm-hmm. They just kicked. And it's just it's just it's this begging, this <coughs> Patreon begging, which is out there. It's a fascinating thing to watch in culture. And people just love to do it, love to do it.
4: People like feeling like they're supporting a charity case. Yeah. Even if that charity case is I need a new boat, which is not a charity case. That's right. Well, that's the very definition of luxury. I need a boat for my YouTube channel. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, there you I go. I
1: need a boat for my YouTube channel so I can sail around the mm-hmm. world. That's that's it.
3: I have Isn't another recommendation. I just thought about it. And this kind of falls in the line of them, them crazy rich folks. Uh, There is a documentary now on Netflix called Operation Varsity Blues, The College Admission Scandal, all about that whole scam. And it's interesting Mm -hmm. because um, they take the transcripts from all of the secret recordings, phone calls, et cetera, et cetera, and so part of it is acted out. So this rich, what's his name? The the main guy, the guy that set up all the scams, uh, I want to say Simon... He's played by um, Matthew Modine, and so you have that, and then you have real folks talking to the camera, et cetera, like a documentary. So it's really interested in the way that they constructed it, but definitely check that out. The most shocking part to me was um, there are different ways to get into some place like Harvard. There's the way that you should be doing, which is you know your your grades, your merit, and you apply. You get in. There's a the side door. Uh, where somebody like uh, this guy helps facilitate donations, et cetera. And then there's the back door where, I am not kidding you, people paid for as, as much as $50 million to Harvard to get their child mm-hmm. into Harvard, these rich people. $50 million.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and what is, unbelievable. What is the
3: point of that? Set well, up saw- a trust fund for them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's insane. It, it, oh, what? I, wait a I, I second. I can't understand
1: it. They have the trust fund for a billion dollars already, but they need the accolades <laughs> to be to Good move morning, in those so to, to move that social circle. I mean, this is nothing new. This has been going on for the past two thousand years. Yes, it has. This is nothing new. There's a certain group of people who don't have to follow the rules, mm-hmm. and they call them wealthy people. You know that's, uh, it's, yeah, that's exactly. That's this goes on all the time. Oh, how about how about? Oh, I want my kid to go to your college. How much it cost to make me put two or three buildings on your campus? Oh, here you go, here you go. Let me write that check for you. Oh, thanks. Oh, geez, that's so gracious. You extra consideration for my child. Mm. I can't thank you enough. It's just, uh, uh, you know, and you know, they, and well, I don't get started. Don't get me started on, on, yeah. on the higher well, education I'm, sort of stuff. Yeah. The name
3: of the guy is Rick Singer. That's there you go. Matthew Modine, who is a terrific actor, by the way. He plays Rick Singer, and uh, boy, talk about this guy having the power of manipulation. You know, and and I'm not trying to portray the rich folks uh, buying into his shtick as victims. They're not. They knew exactly what they were doing. But this guy really had it down when it came to facilitating uh, these bribes. and, And the other thing is, you know, setting up the deal where let's take pictures of them rowing on something and then we're going to Photoshop the pictures. Uh, oh, he's a water polo player. So take a picture of him in your pool and then we're going to Photoshop him in a picture where they're playing water polo. And then, <laughs> you know, it was that kind of crap that was going on. It's very well done. And it's only an hour and a half long too, which is sort of surprising, but they hit all the, hit all the, you know, people like, um, what's her face from full house? What's her face? Lori Laughlin? Oh, and yeah, not yeah. not so much Felicity Huffman, but a lot of other, the people that invented Hot Pockets that became multi-multi-gajillionaires, mm. they were yeah. in this scam, too. So they, they keyed in on a lot of different figures on this thing. Really fascinating movie, even though it pisses you off watching it.
1: So this was illegal what's, or unfair? Yeah, I think what what's was that? that? Well, I don't understand. I don't understand. If, you pay, if you pay a college a bunch of money to have your kid go there, is that illegal?
3: Well, Apparently. they were paying, they were, for example, there was a guy who was a rowing coach, and yeah. he was taking bribes that were quote-unquote donations. And then all of a sudden, in exchange for that, a person that wanted to be in school would all of a sudden get into that school by becoming right. a member of that rowing team, even though they never rowed in their life. So okay. it was that sort of stuff that was going on.
1: Okay, but still, what's wrong with that? Uh, you can't buy afraid. your way in, apparently. Not fair mean, to poor you, people. Either you buy your way in or you don't buy your way in. Yeah, one way or the other.
3: Well, yeah, that's true. But then there are also these kids that are working their asses off <clears throat> that don't get in because somebody got in with a bribe.
4: Right. So, Guess why well, so, you're going to illegal. Harvard? I mean,
3: you know, they they spelled out all the charges. I'd like Mike Bryant to see the thing because I'm sure he could make a lot more understanding out of, you know, what people were charged with and the illegalities of the thing. But it was was laid out in a pretty uh, accessible manner, right? I mean, you could really understand, Mm. you know, from the news headlines, because, again, you don't know what to believe, what you read, um, this spelled it out pretty good. Yeah. I, it, it, I think you should
1: watch it. it's really good well the, the you know, I was aware you know of of a whole system of, of a person who actually prepped kids for college and she packaged them. so so they had to write essays and those essays were maybe written by the children and then they were edited and re-edited and re-edited and re-edited, and re-edited then submitted. so yeah. this, uh, this uh, well
3: one guy here was actually taking tests they called him a proctor who would take the test for the kids were. Into thinking they were taking the ACT, but in reality, uh, the guy was actually filling it out for them and taking the test for them. So,
1: right,
0: yeah. right.
3: And, and we and have he to was, take a break he was here. Getting perfect scores on these test, So, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> perfect. Well, that didn't look weird at all, did it? When the other no, was all. perfect? Unbelievable. Stupid. We will take a break. Be right back with another segment. You got another segment in you, Timmy? Yes, I do. All right, we'll be right back with Tim Lammers and the family. Dan Chesky is here from Dan's Southside Marine to talk boats in February. 2021 is all about boat inventory or the lack thereof. Dan's has what you're looking for in the color and model you want. Da, 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 da. I'm da, 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 da up a storm, man. That's all I got to say to you. Surely. You
1: know what I mean? Well, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. With regards to that Harvard stuff, you know, I, I remember of a saying I heard from Aerosmith: uh, "Some things are, di- no some things are expensive. Nothing is impossible. <laughs> some things oh. are expensive. Nothing, you know, some things are expensive. Nothing's impossible." So. I like that take. I like that take a lot. Yeah, the story was I heard with they were in Eastern Europe someplace, and the band you know, they were in between in you know, between concerts and they wanted to go they wanted to go shoot automatic A K forty sevens and whatever else <laughs> they could find to shoot. And uh, their manager says, Oh, sure, let me see if I can take care of it so they go and he goes in and he makes inquiries and oh, that's impossible to do. Oh, we could never do that. And then he just went up to him and says, Well, how much would it cost? And they and they and they said they said before they knew it, they were shooting the AK 47s automatic, it with cars filled with explosive, blowing stuff up, having a great time, exactly what they wanted to do, and it would cost about a hundred thousand dollars. So it's just whatever it is. Here you go. Here's your money. Yeah. Well that's
0: exactly it. Whatever it is.
1: You're absolutely
0: right about that. So you know, Timmy Lammers is back with us. We covered I think we covered all the movies and TV that the movies are are starting to open again. And that uh, there are some good, obviously some good shows on, on streaming. And I still like to watch the, uh, the uh, you know, network shows, but I watch them on streaming. You know, we don't, you got everything, everything's on streaming now, right?
3: Pretty much. I mean, you know, with some shows, you can get them on the website. But some of these uh, networks, you know, you got CBS, it used to be CBS All Access, now it's Paramount+. Plus right but you know if you want that then you have to pay 5.99 a month or whatever so they are available but you know for a price but Mm -hmm. look i mean it's some pretty good entertainment on there too i mean uh paramount plus was rebranded from cbs all access beginning in march and they kicked it off with the spongebob uh sponge on the run movie which i thought was great (laughs) and uh And also that will serve as a venue for shorter theatrical windows between the release of such films as, you know, Top Gun Maverick. It'll be 45 days instead of 90. It'll go to Paramount+. Plus. So, yeah, everything is streaming. And Mm. there's no question that the pandemic drove all of this to...
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, I don't know if it would have
3: changed that quickly otherwise. Mm -hmm. But really, with nothing else to do... I mean, it really was the perfect time for all the streamers. That's for sure.
1: When you uh, watch the uh, or, or Tom, when you watch the uh, shows on streaming, the network shows on streaming, do they cut out the commercials?
0: Uh, sometimes they do. You can either get it with commercials or without commercials. It costs less per month. Or without. with commercials. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So Ralph, that the Paramount Plus would be five ninety nine with commercials, nine ninety nine without. Same okay. thing as Hulu. Right. Yeah, Hulu yep. has that same yep. sort of structure. Whereas HBO Max, um, you wouldn't get any commercials with the HBO stuff anyway. But that's no. fourteen ninety nine a month, unless you can get a package deal. I got mine at eleven ninety nine a month because I got six months at a time or some thing like that. So yeah, you're gonna you're gonna pay if you don't want commercials. That's for
1: sure. Well, let me let me ask you, Tom and uh, Tim, the. It, now that you've cut their cable, you got rid of your cable expenses, how much are you paying for the individual uh, services? Total. <laughs> a lot more. A lot That's more.
3: That's the trick. That's the trick, isn't it? <laughs>
0: yep. It is, yep.
3: But you know what? One thing I could never stand about cable uh, was the fact that they had all these channels I just didn't care about or want. Yep. Right. It was a, right. you know, and, and their big mistake, and i've said this before on the podcast is that they never offered a la carte That's they never exactly offered right. you the opportunity to take what channels you want and i'm not talking about the premium channels either you know the premium the hbos the showtimes none of <clears> those <throat> i'm talking about just the regular basic cable stuff um, and that that killed them you know that I, i'm not saying i'm not saying that uh, cable is dead yet or or dish is dead yet but, mm-hmm. boy, it's headed
0: that way, isn't it? Yeah. It absolutely is. There's no question about it. There's one question I do have for you, Tim, and you would probably know this. I do not. Now that broadcast television is on um, is on streaming, will they start to show nudity? Will there be foul language, which can be edited out if you still watch it on TV?
3: Well, I mean, that, that's on, an on interesting broadcast question. And I don't know if they're. They have, like, alternate cuts of shows that are on broadcast. But I I think clearly the reason that streaming and cable for a time, HBO, whatever, were kicking the ass of all the broadcast shows was because of those restrictions they had on the broadcast. That's
0: exactly right. They better take them away, otherwise they're never going to make it. You
3: know, you don't have the stuff that is... And at the same time, I mean, they were starting to really push things on certain shows. I know people were criticizing the show for it, but remember two broke girls. How dicey yeah, oh, yeah. they would get.
0: Yep. Oh, so yeah So they were
3: trying to push it more, but there's still only so far that you can go before your your your, your yeah. broadcast decency. The FCC gets involved.
0: The reason I asked that question, and you guys might remember the show from about 10 years ago, is called Magic City. Jeffrey Dean Morgan starred as the owner mm-hmm. of the Miramar Playa Hotel in Miami. I don't know if there's a scene in that show without full frontal nudity. Jesus, oh there's a lot of nudity. Like, oh, my God. A lot of naked people here, man. They, well, they, that was on Stars.
3: Yeah, and the language, obviously, has been a problem, but I don't know what they can get away with. I, I don't really watch broadcast television that much, Tom. Do they, do they say a-hole at all now, or what, what, what can they get away with?
1: Uh, you don't hear much of it. Do they, you really don't hear much of it at all. Do they say, what is it, George Carlin's skit, the seven words you can't say on TV? Right, they, right. Do, are, they, are they diving
0: into those words? I don't think Mother Effer is ever going to make it.
1: That's right. I'm pretty
0: sure. <laughs> well, maybe it will. I, don't, maybe, I guess actually it might, to tell you the truth.
3: Well, you know, but, if you're watching, I remember this clearly. It, was, uh, it might have been uh, Ali versus Kenny Norton. And uh, after maybe the first round, uh, Norton sat in the corner and you could hear, in a kind of muffled way, you get that mother Epper in the eye, too. You <laughs> know, but it wasn't mother Epper. <laughs> so you, keep, you pick it up once in a while on the sporting broadcast, you know, but that's unintentional, of course, but...
0: One of my favorites of all time. I have heard, you know, obviously I was not around, I was too young to remember this, but I believe it was 1954 or 55, the, one of the uh, broadcasts of the Masters. And I can't remember who the announcer was, but he got in a lot of trouble for it. But uh, Gene Sarazen hit his second shot on a par five and it went in the hole. For a, a, uh, what is it called, an albatross, I think, when it's three under instead of two under for the eagle and one under for the birdie. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: Uh, Went in the hole for an albatross. And the announcer on live television on CBS said, in 1954, went, it went in the goddamn hole. (laughs) 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 Whoops. Whoops, that's going to be a problem. Yeah, God, can you imagine doing that 70 years ago almost?
3: Oh, Oh, my God. They, he must it's have pretty been out the door right away. Uh, well, now that made me think of something. Have you watched the Tiger Woods documentary on HBO Max yet?
0: I've watched a bit of it. I, I can't watch it. His father's too annoying.
3: Uh, yeah, God, you get understand it. It's kind of like a Joe Jackson sort of thing, isn't it?
0: You think? Yeah, yep. You yeah. Think? It's true. Uh,
3: we watched the whole thing. And, and, and I told you this, Tom. I mean, I'm not... I, I don't golf. Mini golf. That's my... It's the most golfing I ever do, and um even there I don't keep score so it's really right. really fascinating again, more because of you know what Earl woods i you know that they he wrecked that kid's mind i mean and you know yeah, and that thing did. about his his high school girlfriend and how they cut off that relationship i mean boy it really it really smacks of a Michael Jackson sort of Joe Jackson relationship sort of thing. He just didn't have no, a childhood,
2: right.
1: really. Well, well, that's exactly right. Any any child who is driven like that, whether it's in acting, whether it's in sports, whether it's in anything, when a child is driven like that, they, they, they don't have a childhood. And it's all done because of the parents. Now, the parents may – it may be an active uh, pursuit by the parents – or it could be a passive a pursuit. But the I mean, those children are trying to please you because that's what children do. They try to please their parents, and mm. that's exactly what goes on. I mean, I I accept that when uh, Ashley and Josh were uh, doing the Hollywood thing, their little Hollywood thing. Right. I, I accept my right. part of uh, why they were doing it. You know. But thank well, God they're you, not the doing movie it now. The
3: seems to take on a lot more meaning after you. After this, I saw it before. Tiger's recent accident so right, and right. isn't that strange did they ever find uh, the blood samples for they didn't take blood for to see if he was nope. under the influence of something
1: no they did not well you, you, know, you know some things are expensive but nothing's impossible yeah
4: exactly <laughs>
0: yeah, there you go <laughs> there, there you have it right there
1: now they say he did
0: not even apply the brake so he was not conscious when that car went, went off the mm-hmm. deep end so I don't know if he just fell asleep or if he had a, a few wheels. I don't
1: know what, what he was doing. But, well, man, that's, that's such a sad thing.
3: I mean, he is really messed up, Yep.
1: Boy, I don't know. What, yeah, it's I, too bad. I haven't heard a current report. I'd love to hear. I, boy, the I thing is, I'd love to be a fly on the wall to see that leg. I bet you that leg is messed up. He, see, see the x-ray. No. No. That's all
0: I have to say is no. It'll all work out in the end, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel sorry, because I do like Tiger Woods. I thought he handled himself with class. I, I stood next to him once. I didn't talk to him or even make eye contact with him, but he is a lot bigger than I thought he'd be.
2: So you're best friends with him, like me and uh, <laughs> like me yeah, you and you and Sylvester Stallone. Stallone yeah. Yeah. So you guys have you the same thing going. Okay, got
0: it. Exactly. We're best friends, Perfect. no question. You just call me. Regular hey, Tom, contest. my knee hurts.
1: What should I do? Yeah.
4: What should I do? Tiger Woods has a communion. Uh, communi- comminuted 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 open fracture of the tibia and fibula it sounds unpleasant that's pretty what not does that good mean? That's it basically means both bones have been shattered in one place and they've been, they've been, been exposed yeah. they've been exposed Ooh, and when they get
1: exposed, exposed. to the air those yeah. yeah he's got this external skeleton on there holding his leg together mm. and then they you lose tissue he may have needed a free flap to try to reconstruct the leg uh, and then poor Oh it, it, and, and, you know th- those mm. those injuries those injuries can start out. You know, just fine. they can heal just fine, but sometimes they go bad, they go south, and you are in and out of the hospital, multiple surgeries over a year yeah. to a year and a half and two years, ending up getting your leg amputated because it's too much hassle and too much pain, and it'll never oh, heal.
2: God. Oh, Lord. Worst yeah. case scenario. So this is
1: never going to heal? Oh, it might. It, it might heal fine, but it's a, that's a bad injury. That's the last injury I want. That's the reason you don't ride a motorcycle. Yeah. yeah.
4: Once something like that happens yeah. to a bone, it it's never the same because it, it's literally it's a it's basically blown into little
1: shards in one place, and you yeah. know, bones
4: don't yeah. handle that very well. Yeah,
1: and you and you end up with a foot drop. You you lose the nerve function can be lost. Oh, it is a mess. It is mm-hmm. a mess. Ugh. Oh. I, I saw never like a silly question,
3: ones. but which leg was it? You know. Uh, right. And how well, then vital? What, what's the more vital? Well, I would imagine.
4: The, the right. right would be for him, right?
0: Absolutely, he would rotate on his right leg. Oh, took Oh, learn left.
1: Uh, rotate on your yeah, left. Learn how to hit
0: it left-handed, baby. Yeah. Well, that, but then you put all your weight on your left on your right foot anyway when you go. You hit left-handed, so you're screwed.
4: Well, I mean, theoretically, he, he could just get something like a brace to help with weight bearing.
1: Or oh, it has to do with pain. Yeah. Pain well, but if, and if yeah.
4: it's good, if it's a sturdy enough brace, then any sort of you know if yeah. it's, if it's bracing his foot to you
1: know his uh knee or yeah. something like that it could could work mm-hmm. if anybody can do it that man can do it and you know and yep. like, maybe yeah. that's his life that's it's not only golf but overcoming these things to become a, be that great golfer again and again and again maybe that's his life
3: He's, and that's part of the documentary too yeah. i mean that that's what it proves is that if anybody can come back it's this guy so yeah yeah
0: It's true. Timmy, another great week. Thank you, sir. We'll talk to you Thursday on the queue. Is that not correct?
3: That is correct, and I'll have Nobody and another film called The Vault, which I really liked a lot. So we'll talk about that then, and uh, everybody have a good week.
0: You too. You too, Timmy. We'll be back in a few minutes with Hour 2 with the family.